Hi, thanks for listening. This is the It's So Widgets Flutter podcast. My name is Hilla Korn, and each episode we get the chance to talk with another amazing Flutter developer. This episode, we're lucky to be speaking with Jorge. Welcome, Jorge. Really happy to have you on the podcast. Can you share a bit about yourself? Hi, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. Um, what can I say about myself? Well, um, I live in Chicago. I've been living here for the last almost eight years, and currently I work for VNWU. Uh, working on the connected drive platform uh, where we do like um, the mobile applications for VNW, Mini, uh, VNW Motorrad. So a lot of interactions with cars and motorcycles, which is pretty cool. Nice. And what got you interested in Flutter? So I've been always interested in uh, cross-platform frameworks uh, since the early days, right? Because it was always like, ha, huh, have an iOS and an Android device. And I'm pretty much like, doing like a very similar application, uh, but then like you wanted to either respect the um, like the design guidelines of its platform or like sometimes you're working for people or clients that they don't actually care that much about the visuals and they're just interested in like, give me something that works because it's for internal use or whatever. So I think I was keeping an eye on these kind of tools, but I was never uh, entirely satisfied. Um, until I started like using Flutter, uh, which um, surprisingly, uh, even if you weren't thinking about doing just cross-platform development, uh, I've realized that I can get just, let's say, an Android app or an iOS app faster than with Flutter than what it would take me to do natively. So even just with that, you see the like speed development. But at the same time, I've realized that Flutter is um, it's kind of like a tool that makes me happy when I'm using it. I don't know if it's because of the excitement of being new uh, or just like it truly changes the way I see code now. I was kind of bored uh, of doing like Android like every day and yeah, Kotlin was exciting and everything, but like I, I feel like I needed something different and I wanted to change. And right now for me, Flutter is that tool that is actually making me excited again about development. Wow, that's really cool to hear. Uh, are there any apps in particular you're working on in Flutter you can talk about? Uh, so I've been working um, uh, publicly uh, in many different frameworks. Uh, myself, I open source a library called Aussie that lets you um, just integrate in your integration tests and get like a web report of all the screenshots that you've been taking and everything. Um, and then like internally we're, uh, exploring with Flutter, um, but we haven't published anything yet. Uh, are there any aspects you like most about Flutter? Well, I know that people, they love like the widget tree and the difference between a stateful and a stateless widgets and all the stuff. But for me, one of the game changers, especially, uh, because given my role and my experience, I'm very interested in scaling development for teams and big companies where like you're going to have a lot of people working. I've realized that the only way to ensure that level of quality and security while coding, it's testing. And it's just such a refreshing thought in uh, having like in Flutter, uh, like unit tests, widget tests and integration tests bundled within the platform, not as a like external dependency or someone that needs to maintain it. It's just part of the platform. So, you get more testing and actually they execute very fast and pretty much for free. You don't have to break your head or find new libraries or anything. So to me, 
uh, on top of like that speed of development that you gain by having Flutter as your primary tool of development, then the security that comes with it, uh, especially on the testing side, it's magnificent um, because then it allows you to have like more complex pipelines and levels of automation that otherwise with native development, if you had to get to that level, it was kind of hard. And we've seen like many, many companies having like incredible, like just teams dedicated to fixing builds or like getting like integration testing to work. And my experience is at least for Flutter, I haven't like read any of those like blogs or anything that is kind of like preventing like a small team to have like a first world class pipeline. So to me, that is one of the things that makes me more excited because it, they made testing easier for every mobile developer. And historically, we know that that hasn't been always the case, right? Absolutely. It's definitely true that Flutter comes, batteries included. I think all the entire developer tool chain is fully implemented and supported, um, in particular with tests, agreed. Uh, are there any things in Flutter you'd like to see changed? Well, I think that we just, um, we are starting, uh, it's even Flutter has reached 1.0. It's still early days for Flutter. Uh, I think we're going to see a huge explosion in the community uh, soonish. Uh, because we're going to see more people using it. We're going to see more companies using it. Uh, so that's going to be um, an interesting uh, change, I think, for the community. But um, so far, I'm very happy with it. Um, what Google has done with Flutter 1.0, it's literally they've included all the tools that you need to do to do like a like an awesome application, right? Like. Now you have support for maps, for native views. The build times are super fast. How reload is, like you can work with the UI like pretty much without recompiling, right? So it's very exciting. I think the next level of iteration that I would like to see is gonna be more on the like documentation side and how to, like when I was talking about the pipeline, even giving you more tools to have more stuff out of the box to even be more uh, efficient in your uh, testing and security when working with Flutter. Mm, that's interesting. Do you have any Flutter tips you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, so I've been running the uh, Chicago Flutter Meetup, and I've had a lot of people that they were totally like new to Flutter. I had uh, actually a couple of college students that they were like, yeah, we, just, we were looking for a mobile meetup, and Flutter was a thing, so we started coming here. So I've been very lucky to start working with people that they were never exposed to Flutter. And I think going to your local meetups, if you have that chance, it's something that really, really helps because they're usually run by people that they um, digging into Flutter or that they're very interested. So you can rely on these organizers as mentors and they can help you or they will give you or point you to the resources where you can learn more about Flutter. But I've also seen that it's very, very easy to learn when you're surrounded by people that they're interested in the same topic and they want to learn with you. So, for example, one of the things that I've noticed in the meetup is that now people, they're kind of like self-organizing to do projects together or just to try like a piece of the platform that if you were alone at your home or whatever, like just not like sharing that experience with the community, you would have been think about like many of those cases. So definitely reaching out to the local community or like on Twitter, like right now we're all connected, right? It really helps. I've noticed that 
people, they're very responsive and setting that enthusiasm for, for Friday is helping to, to grow the community. So definitely like reach out to people. Don't hesitate to ask questions. And if you think that you have something to share, just do it. Like we have now the like you can write blogs or have tweets or like be part of the podcast, right? Like there's many different ways to share that experience. So definitely like don't keep it to yourself, share it with the community. That would be my tip. That's good advice. Uh, do you have any thoughts on state management? I do, yeah. So um, I think the short overview would be uh, that there's no right or wrong answer. Um, and this is something that even before like Flutter and like the different tools that they provide, we've seen like with iOS and Android where like iOS advocates for model view controller and Android it's been a little bit of MVP, then they started saying like, oh, model view, view model is the thing, or like then model view intent. As you can see, there are many different solutions. My advice is that don't advocate for something unless you truly understand what it is and what are the implications. Because when it comes to architecture patterns, there might be some pieces uh, that are like more accurate than others, especially when it comes to clean code or separation of concerns and things like that. But I think that it's very important that when choosing a state management solution, you are comfortable with the choice that you made. And if you're working in a team, it's like it applies for the team, right? Like make make sure that you understand the pattern that you're trying to utilize. Uh, and if it doesn't work, because it might happen that after a while you realize that it doesn't work or it doesn't scale for you, then try something different, right? I think that's part of the problem that you see many, many teams that once they choose like a solution, it's kind of like written in a stone and they cannot pivot to something else. And that's what makes it really, really hard. Um, in my experience, for example, I've seen and I've been working with uh, different people and teams that they had experience with uh, Redux. So for them, like Redux was like their first choice. But for example, in, my, in the team that I have right now, uh, we've been historically uh, using model view, view model. And then we pivot a little bit into kind of like this idea of mobile, uh, model view intent, where like you have one input and one output for like your UI events in the UI states. So you could have like in between like a middleman that can load all the things that are happening between your view and your business logic. And that seems to be working great. But again, that applies for my team. And we know that there's many solutions uh, that can apply for block, right? Like we have Redux, sorry. For Flutter, we have Redux, uh, we have Blog, we have Scope Models, even you could be using just set state and go for it. So there are many, many solutions. My advice is just make sure that you've seen at least different solutions and then you evaluate them. Try to make like an informed decision and then feel comfortable saying like, hey, this is working for me or it's not working. And if it doesn't work, then move on to a different solution. Cool. An IDE of choice to use IntelliJ, Android Studio, VS Code? So as of now, I'm using VS Code. Um, I've been a heavy Android Studio user in IntelliJ because of my experience with Android and Java and Kotlin, but I have to say that I love VS Code because it just like loads immediately. I think it's very easy to do plugins and many different integrations. So that's my choice right now. But if I have to go back and do like just pure Android development or I have to work on platform channels or something like that, then I would go back to Android Studio or Xcode. 
Gotcha. And anything else you'd like to add or promote? Uh, again, as I said, I think it's very, very exciting right now to be part of the Flutter community. It's growing, it's very healthy, and it's very welcoming. So for people that they are not part of the community yet, I totally suggest that next time you see a meetup happening around you, go uh, meet new people, share your experience with Flutter. And if you're unfortunate and you don't have any meetups that work for you around you, just reach out to people uh, in Twitter. I think, like the, for example, there's people in London doing a fantastic job, and then Neil from Google is running the community exceptionally. And like, it, it's just very, very exciting to be part at such an early stage and still see that the community is huge and everyone is there to help you. So definitely, like, if you need help, reach out. And if you think that you have something that you can share with others and be helpful to you. Don't keep it to yourself. Just share it with the community. Nice. Well, hey, thank you very much for taking time to be on the podcast. If anyone listening would like to tell their story, go to itsallwitches.com and click podcast in the top right. Thanks for listening.